Hello everyone, Steven Jensen here with Jesse Davin. Hope y'all can see us and hear us. We are going to be talking about the last week or so in wrestling. A lot of big stuff happened since the last time we talked. Uh, we have Cody Rhodes as part of the WWE. We had an awesome match between Wheeler Yuta and John Moxley last night. We had a, I mean, there's a ton of stuff we can talk about today. We'll probably be on here for about an hour or so um, before we get started. I know Jesse's dealing with uh, a loss today. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk about, you know, kind of what's going on before we get started. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, obviously we were supposed to stream at 1 o'clock and, you know, me being a mom, I wasn't really checking the news that much and then I got a text message that said, I'm so sorry about Dwayne Haskins and I was like, what? Um, and yeah, unfortunately, Dwayne Haskins, Ohio State former Ohio State quarterback, record-breaking quarterback, has passed away. He was hit by a car in South Florida, I believe, walking home from practice. Um, he was the quarterback for the Washington Redskins back in the day. I, sorry, um, the Washington football team or commanders. I'm sorry. I just am used to saying the name. I Forgive me. Um but he had some problems, he had some issues, and um, he was uh, released, I guess. Um, and he had signed with the Steelers and seemed to be doing good and was on the up and up and was practicing down in South Florida. And, um, yeah, it happened this morning, and I'm just, I'm devastated. I'm, I've been crying, and I know people think it's weird or whatever, but, you know, when you're a Buckeye, you're part of a family. It's it's a brotherhood. It really, I know I'm a girl, but it's a brotherhood. It really is. And, like, that's the only way I can explain it, you know. Um, so it feels like family, you know. Um, 
So it's it's just I'm really sad. Um, still processing it. Obviously, I'm still like in shock. I'm like, what? Um, but hopefully, um, talking about this will make me a little bit happier, you know. But I just wanted to say my condolences to his family, his friends, his teammates from call from you know when he started all the way to the NFL. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny that they used to always play this video and Ohio State fans just got so sick of it. It was a video of him when he was like a little kid visiting Ohio State. He's like, I'm going to play quarterback here. And, you know, of course they would play that over and over at every game. And it's like, okay, we get it. We get it. He was a little kid and he wanted to be quarterback at Ohio State. And now it's just now it's hard to watch, so. <sighs> just tragic. Just let your loved ones know how much you love them. Life is short, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Especially, it's especially. A... I mean, the way, too. It's just, like, so such a random thing that could literally happen to anybody at any time. Like... Exactly. That's what's scary about it. Freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully... um you know, this, thank God for wrestling, you know, because wrestling does, you know, it's one thing that's great about professional wrestling is it can distract you from, you know, for at least a fleeting moment, your, your, the things going on in, in your life. And I know that you have a special place in your heart for it because of, you know, the situation of you when you were a child. So that's, what's great about wrestling is it can be our escape. Yeah, you know? 100%. I talk about that all the time. Or at least I, I, I guess I've talked about it a few times on here. I shouldn't say I talk about it all the time. But, I, you know, I, um, it's something that I think should be known. Is like, you know, because I think yeah. that I think that we're not alone when it comes to, to that. Like, I think most wrestling fans are in that boat to some degree. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, when my mom had breast cancer before she passed away, it was like it was like four or five years of just every Monday was like my escape was watching WCW Nitro Monday Night Raw because I knew I had that like three hour window where I just like could just escape right. to that and the rest of my life might have been really tough but like there was like that few hours that you really look forward to so that's uh that's something where and that's another reason why I always talk about like as, as down as I get on companies like the WWE I mean specifically the WWE a big reason is because I want it to be there and I want it to be good and I want it to be something that kids can watch and have that. Right. Like, I, I, my. You want it to be that escape that it was for Right. You. And that's why, you know, even though I might not, lo might not lo like a lot of what they do on the show as a 33 year old fan, you know, I, mm -hmm. that's why I constantly say, even if I don't like it, if there's a bunch of like six year olds and 10 year olds and stuff like that do like it, I'm fine with it. Like, that's, that's really what it's all about. I'm just, I'm lucky right. that I can continue to be a wrestling fan at my age. And there's just so many other options that I can get my right. wrestling fix from nowadays that I don't have to rely specifically on how the WWE is doing for my enjoyment in it. But if I was a little kid and I love the WWE more than anything, like I want it to be good for those kids who are watching it. Um, and the yeah. adults that watch you, it too, but it's, you know. <laughs> you want them to have the same experience you do. Yeah, exactly. Like I want that to be a place people can go. Like if you got, if you're dealing with stuff growing up, that you know it's like your heroes you get to watch real life superheroes battling it out on tv good versus evil heels versus baby faces like it's a very it's a very simple concept um 
And yeah, like I said, that that's that's the main reason I never really go. I, I never really dig on the WWE as much as m like a lot of people do that are in my position. A lot of, you know, because I really understand like that perspective of like, so what if a bunch of thirty-year-old people don't like the WWE? If a bunch of ten-year-olds do, like that's that's what it's that's about. What so what it's about matters. Yeah. So if it helps one person, then it's worth it. Right. Exactly. So, right. you know, so that's, you know, just another reason to kind of bring that up. Like, you know, they, you, you got some stuff going on today right now with, uh, you know, losing a, someone you're a big fan of and yeah. we can talk about wrestling today and, you know, kind of, kind yeah, of and Cody yeah, and just being happy for Cody. And... Yeah. So I'll start with that. You know, I'll, I'll say, yeah. you know, people have heard my opinions on this for the last week on various platforms. I, I think uh, JJ was already in here in the chat. Like, I haven't heard Steven talk about this enough. It's like, yeah, I know. I, I, I know. But it's like, he's, it's Cody. It's me. It's going to, it's going to be a main topic for um, a while. Um, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so I'll say this for those of you who might not know how I feel about it. I am super happy for Cody Rhodes. Um, it, you know, I watched Raw on Monday and I watched SmackDown last night. Right. Um, this is the first time in years that I've watched both those shows in the same week, like live. And yeah. um, I thought Raw was terrible, but I thought Cody's but that promo. But Cody, yeah, but Cody's stuff was very, very interesting. Like I, like him coming out, and that's what I've been saying on this show everywhere else. I'm like, it's probably more so about Cody winning the WWE Championship than like anything else. Like because because of the right. family history and him wanting to do it for his right. dad and him getting into wrestling to become the WWE Champion. When he got into wrestling, that's what he wanted to do, and he wanted to give the title to Dusty. Because Dusty, Dusty never won it. Dustin never won it either. And and he's cutting this promo on Monday, and I'm like, they're actually doing it. Like, this is the story. Like, this, like, and this is something people can root for and get behind as a babyface. There's no reason to really boo a guy who's just trying to win a championship to, like, honor his father, who was a massive part of the company and the industry of pro wrestling. So, mm -hmm. um, I want your thoughts on uh, on Cody and WWE. Uh, just really quickly, I'll say I thought that Rollins versus Cody was my favorite match of WrestleMania. Um, right. I, I like Becky and Bianca as well. Like, that was very high up okay. there, too. Those were the two for me. Um, and I think everything they've done with Cody so far on the WWE gives me really, really big hope that he is going to be presented as a main eventer. I think, I think Vince sees him completely differently than he did six years ago when he quit on May 22nd, 2016, which is my birthday. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, uh, you know, he's been, he's been treated like, you know, I honestly think he might be the one to beat Roman for that title. Like it's very yeah, possible. No um, so Jesse, how did you feel about seeing this? Like Cody shows up at WrestleMania, Cody on raw, like how are you feeling about this so far? Um, well, first off, thank you so much, Sabrina Harley. Yes. I love you thank too. You. Thank you so thank much. You. That you're so sweet. I really appreciate you. Thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, I always um, see you on on so Twitter and stuff too. Like I, I'm not yeah. I'm not good about getting back to everybody about uh, messages yeah, and whatnot. But too. like we we I know we both appreciate the support because I know you follow Fightful as well and stuff. So like I, yeah, we we appreciate the super chat. We appreciate you hanging out with us, Sabrina. Yeah, someone said they can't see us. Our cameras are cut out or something. Our our cameras. Cut I mean, out. it looks fine on the. It looks fine on my end. Uh, yeah. Let me know if uh if that's happening because I'm I'm looking on YouTube right now. Like I'm watching our stream I'm while we're live, and it, it looks okay to us. Maybe maybe just uh, re refresh your thing, Deshaun. 
Yeah. Um, so my thoughts on Cody are I'm immensely happy for him as well. I think, I mean, that promo that he cut on Raw tells you everything you need to know. He went out there, said, so what do you guys want to talk about? You know, kind of connecting the lines, um, so to speak, and um, cut an incredible promo. I mean, it, it, it's exactly what he needed to do for the people that the, I guess the casuals, you know. Um, I think that this is for his father. I feel like, and honestly, if if we're gonna be real, he kind of, I don't, I don't know if it was fully his decision. Or, you know, what, but he, what else, honestly, was there for him to do in AEW? Honestly, he couldn't fight for the world championship. He wrote himself out of that. Um, you know, well, what was he going to do? Endlessly chase the TNT championship? Like, is, win the tag which, title? Which is, what, like, which is what he said in some of these interviews after WrestleMania, too. He's like, I didn't want to be, like, a 12-time TNT champion. Like, right. yeah. Oh, thank you, Sabrina. Sabrina says, you guys have become such amazing online friends to me. I know it sounds weird, but it is true. You guys honestly helped me out so much with my mental health, and I just want to say thank you. Well, thank you, Sabrina. You helped me with my mental health. And it doesn't sound weird at all, because, listen, me and Steven have been friends for forever, and we still haven't met. I know, it's crazy. Yeah. I've, I've never met Sean Ross App in person. Like, people I, no, people I work with all the time. The only yeah. people from Fightful so I've met like, in person are I've met oh Will and Phil from Grapsity and I've met Rob Wilkins in person. Outside of that, I haven't met I haven't met anybody really? I work with. Yeah, it's funny. Really? Wow. Yeah, so it's not weird, Sabrina. It's just this day and age and we appreciate you and we appreciate you so much. And it makes my heart happy to know that we help you. And that that means that means a lot. Like we were talking about earlier. I mean, if we can help one person, that it's it's worth it, you know? And I feel like um, going back to um, going back to Cody, like you said, he you know he said that in numerous interviews. Um, he said he signed a multi-year deal. Do we know how many years? I don't. I'm assuming it's probably like three years. That's that's pretty. That's, that's pretty standard. Usually around three years or so. Right. right. That's what I was thinking as well. Um, and honestly, if if. If you're looking at it from, like, even, like, an AEW fan perspective, why would you be mad at this? Exactly, yeah. Why would you be mad at this? Because, listen, literally, the, okay, so say you're the dreaded casual fan, the mysterious, <laughs> mystical casual fan, right. right? And you're watching WrestleMania, and, you know, Seth Rollins has this mystery opponent of Vince McMahon's choosing, and Captain America comes out, you know? <laughs> The American Nightmare comes out, huge pop, people can't believe it. Oh my god, he's back, he's back. The casual fan would be like, well, where was he? Where did he go? What was he doing? Or or, Maybe or who is this guy altogether? Because you might only have watched right. WWE and only gotten to wrestling within the last six years. Right. I've only been into wrestling for a little bit. I have no idea who this guy is. What is AEW? So he's been in AEW. What is that? Oh wow! Look at this amazing match that he had with his brother at this pay per view. Look at this amazing cage match that he had. You know that you got to see. I was live. there live for the moonsault like, against Wardlow. I was. 
Yes. Yeah, and I was there live for the Andrade match, too, when he went through the flaming table. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the one with, that's what, that's when you told Brandy thank yes, you. Yes, I told right. Brandy thank you for sending you stuff in the hospital. Yes. 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 Think about it. It's a win-win. Because by Cody being in WWE again, people seeing him go from, I mean, let's think about it. If you're if you're a casual fan, you've only been in wrestling for six years, you know, or whatever. You go back and you look at what he was before and you see Stardust and you're like, what the fuck? You're like, okay, how did he go from, like, yeah. How did he go from masked man or face paint and, like, that gimmick to this American nightmare guy. Like, how did he do that? You got to watch AW. You got to watch New Japan. It's it's a win-win. Every time he steps out there now and cuts those killer promos, there are going to be people that go, because think about it. That promo on Raw was the best thing about Raw. That opening was hot. That was fire. That promo had passion. That promo had heart that promo had spirit that promo had motivation nothing else on the show gave that to me yeah cody rhodes did that and if i'm a fan of wwe and i go man the rest of this show was fucking shit man this guy can cut a really good promo if he can cut good promos like that and he like left AEW. imagine what AEW is doing over there it's good for both companies don't call him a traitor you don't know him. You don't know his family. You don't know what his dreams and aspirations are. Get the fuck out of here with that. So what? He went back to the dark side. He went out and made a name for himself, like Vince McMahon said. And now, in his contract, he's got, like, creative control. He's going to go for the championship. And you know what? I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like And, and, and Sabrina with another super chat I'm going to read out in a second. Thank you so Thank much, you. Sabrina. We, Sabrina, you know, Thank really you. really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he did all the stuff that he said he was going to do when he left the WWE originally. Like, it might have always been about going back to the WWE for him. Like, and if it was, who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, like, who, like, or I shouldn't say who cares. Like, why, why would he get so upset about that as a fan? Like, and I saw people complaining about his Raw promo. They're like, oh, this is so disingenuous. I'm like, what do you mean? This, like, like he's, this is a real story. Like, what he's saying is the actual real-life truth. Like, he grew up a third, well, technically a second-generation wrestler, but basically a third-generation wrestler because Dustin's so much older brother. than him. Yeah. So, like, he, he saw his dad have a career. He saw his brother have a career for, for years before he got into the business, for, like, a decade before he got into the business. And then you had... This kid, literally, and I have this different perspective because I got to see the progression since high school. Right. But, like, I, I watched cool. this guy work his ass off to win two high school wrestling state championships. Right. And then he went off to... Against Xavier Woods, right? Well, one of, one of them... Well, he did. I did watch him for Xavier Woods in high school. That's that wasn't cool. in the state tournament, but that was, that was oh, just okay. like a... But the cool story about that is Xavier Woods wrestled up two weight classes. So there's a thing where... By by oh. law, you ha you can't like you ha so it's hard to explain, but like so in high school wrestling there is for instance, Cody wrestled at hundred and eighty nine pounds. There is a one hundred and seventy one pound division, a one hundred and sixty pound mm-hmm. division, a one hundred and fifty two pound division. You have to be at least two within two weight classes to be allowed to wrestle the other person. So like 
So Xavier had to like put on weight so he could be within two weight classes because he was like 20 pounds smaller than Cody, but he, but he wanted to wrestle Cody so bad because Dusty came to all of our matches and uh-huh. his thing was, if I can beat Dusty's kid in front of Dusty, then Dusty's going to have to tell the WWE about me. And, like, that's how I'm going to be going <laughs> for a wrestler. And, you know, Cody beat him because it's Cody. But, yeah. but, you know, but it was my decision. He didn't, like, completely destroy yeah. him, which is, you know. But that all said, I've seen the hard work he's put in. And I followed his career from OVW to, to WWE for, the, you know, a decade to New Japan and Impact and the Indies and AEW. And now he's back. And this is a real story. There's nothing disingenuous about this. He got into professional wrestling to win the WWE Championship and hand it to his father, who never won the title. And yeah. now, and he thought the dream was dead because the dream is dead. You know, like the like the American dream, yeah. Dusty Rhodes, has, is, has passed away. But now Cody sees it differently, and he sees it as, no, I can still honor my family. I can still honor my father. I can still walk this up to his grave and say, Dad, I did it. Like, this dream isn't over for me and my family. I can still do this. He's got a daughter. He's got a daughter. And I like Well, by the way, he's only, like, 35 years old still. Like, people people, Just people insane. talk about him. Like, he, dude, he, he's, he could still, he could be their John Cena for the next 10 years if he stays healthy. And they, and he wants to, and he yeah. wants to be that. And they want him to be that for them. Like, he, he's in a very, in the way that they presented him already, is very um is very it makes it very optimistic because he came in and jumped the line like you don't come in and beat seth rollins at wrestlemania you don't come in and beat kevin owens the night after wrestlemania the goldberg route but you know what he earned it yeah 100 percent. well then uh, this this should draw zero comparisons to bill goldberg this has this is yeah, bad like example <laughs> but, but yeah you know? yes no i know what you mean someone coming from outside of the company and getting like a big win getting a big push and big wins over people right away i get what you're saying but like him like you don't put him in this spot and then like if you're not planning on really going all the way with him um right. and so yeah there we'll, we'll see and there, i also saw people in the chat saw captain quinn say something about um uh well wwf didn't really care about dusty they put him in polka dots and in most of his career was outside the wwe all these things are true for sure like D- dusty is mainly going to be known as an nwa champion he's going to mainly know, be known as a guy who was a booker and a guy who did great things outside pretty him and Ric Flair are probably like the most famous wrestlers that like from outside of the WWE. If they, if they never had a WWE career, it's like, those are the two names. Anytime I talk about WWE with someone who watched it, like back in the day, they always mention Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. Oh, so, and, and, but, but what's more important to remember, but you know, because he was kind of the the Rhodes family is the black sheep of the WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it. Because Dusty, he created he created all these events like Starcade and 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 uh, War Games and all this stuff that com- that directly competed with Vince McMahon Jr. in the WWF. Like, so Vince right. didn't like him because he was his competition. Now Cody, ironically, has done the same exact thing, but the difference is before Dusty passed away, there was like you know, a big, there was a pocket of time of like five to 10 years where he was heavily involved with the WWE and he was heavily involved right. in NXT and the developmental process. Very. He's the one who named Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, there's, there's various people that were referred to as Dusty's kids, you know, throughout right, the process. Exactly. And one of Dust and one of Cody's big gripes about that was I'm Dusty's actual kid and you right. got me dressed up like a fucking space clown. Like, <laughs> that's what he actually said like so so 
I so love it's it. like you know he has reason to be salty about all this stuff and exactly. but, but at the same time like see the thing with like kevin owens on raw i thought was amazing even though it happened after Raw should have been on the show right but kevin owens is the one who introduced cody to the young bucks and then after after, no after cody left the wwe he was like kevin mm. you're the one who has all the indie connections like and kevin owed dust owed cody because kevin owed dusty so much so like there's a long history of friendship here we're like Kevin huh. Owens considers Dusty Rhodes to be like the guy who really like got him where he is in the WWE. So he wow. did Cody a favor when Cody quit the company and said, "Hey, link up with Matt and Nick Jackson. Here's their information. Like you guys will get along." Wow. And I didn't even know yes. that. So that's there's right. a lot of layers to all this stuff. Um, yeah, why don't you read Sabrina's yeah. uh, super so, chat? Sabrina, you're the best. Thank you. You freaking rule. Yes, this ties in with what we're saying. Thank you very much, Sabrina. Yes, it says, exactly. I feel like Cody coming back to WWE is for his dad and for himself because he got screwed over with his first WWE run with the Stardust character. So I think this run is going to be a redemption arc for him. Yeah, absolutely. No question. Absolutely. A hundred thousand percent agree. Yeah. Sabrina, thank you. Your generosity is so sweet. Thank you. You are such a light. Thank you. I, I think a big part of it with, with what she's saying, too, is... Like the thing, so th I think this is for himself, and I think this is some people are gonna yeah. call it selfish or whatever, but like, so exactly. What? <laughs> here's, I think what Cody realized within the last year or so was people were booing him on AEW. If you're really mad about that, then you shouldn't. Have I, booed I him. completely agree with that. A bunch of jerks ran him out of that company, and now they're salty that he right. left. I mean. And it's like, well, what did you expect him to do? Sit there and take it? Right, and he didn't. And as out. that's happening, his wife's getting booed to hell. Like, you know, they're telling, right. they're yelling, F you, Brandy, or shut the F up, or whatever, at her. I can't believe that um, shit. It's like, no wonder they left. Like, and, that just pissed me off, yeah, you know? So, so you have all that, and then you, at this, simultaneously, they're, they're signing all these other terrific in-ring wrestlers that Cody's getting right. more and more lost in the mix by, by the, by the show, pretty much. And he's sitting there probably going, okay, most of my job at this point is to make other people look good. It's to develop people. It's to train people. It's to, like, I'm still only 35. Like, I should be the right. champion of the show, and I'm not even allowed to win the title. Like, what am I doing at this point in this company? Like, I don't, I'm not right. an MVP anymore. Like, I don't make any creative decisions. Like, if I'm not going to have, like, and, and, and it sounds he like you didn't. wasn't an MVP anymore? Uh, and he wasn't well. He wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna have any creative control in AEW anymore. It sounded uh -oh. like it sounded like it was gonna. It's pretty much all, um, pretty much all Tony at this point. Like I think the Bucks and Kenny have a say, but it isn't like it was when it started. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, I, I really think he just he probably just all this stuff added up, and he was like, or I could just go back to the WWE. I have a daughter now. They just offered me like five million dollars a year. This is insane money, and I only have to wrestle. Like I'm an I'm an he has to wrestle more often because right. the road schedule is more grueling in the WWE than it is with AEW. But right. when you're making that much money, it's justifiable. And he only has to worry about wrestling. He doesn't have to worry about all the backstage stuff, all the management stuff, all the meetings, all the... Uh, still, yeah. Is he still going to do the Nightmare Factory? Yes. yes. And I know that for okay. a fact because I know... Um, yeah. I have a friend who's there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And she was shocked. Even even in, She didn't believe he was going to the WWE until he showed up on, on WrestleMania. I either I I yeah same <laughs> yeah and I mean like like I said you know 
this is his redemption arc. I mean, if you were mad at him when he debuted at Mania, so be it. But if you could honestly listen to that promo and still be mad at him, like, you have no heart. Like, (laughs) this, like, you're a psychopath. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, the man is, okay, here's the thing. How many people can you say definitively have proven Vince McMahon wrong? So wrong that they re-sign and get creative control. How many people? Yeah. Get the look, get the music, get everything. Like, he's not, he's not Every- getting scripted promos. Like He got everything he wanted. Yep. Vince McMahon said, go make a name for yourself, and he was the name. People were going to be upset if Seth Rollins was facing just Taker. Right. Just, <laughs> just the Undertaker compared to Cody Rhodes? If you would have told me that six years ago, I'd have said, please, I'd have called the cops. I'd have Baker acted your ass. Look at that. I mean, you can't, you can't, even if you're the most shilliest, diehard, bleed AEW fan, you can't not look at that. It's a giant middle finger to Vince McMahon. His whole run is about to be this giant, fuck you, look what I did. Yep. And it's going to be great, and I absolutely think he should be the person to beat Roman Reigns. And you know what I think? I don't know how this will work, because he would have to be, like, heel. But in his promo, he talked about how his father um, was holding up the championship, and that's when he learned about Champion's Advantage. I think if he wins, he should use Champion's Advantage to his, like, full potential. Yeah. That makes sense. I think really cool, but he would have to be a heel. Yeah, which will eventually happen, I'm sure. Um, Unless he just stays over and he wants to do the Cena thing. Because, like, I think that was a big part of the AEW departure as well, was I think Tony Khan really wanted him to turn heel, and he really didn't want to do it. Um, Yeah, and and Serena with another super chat. Girl, thank you. She kind of says the same thing. He also stated he hated being an executive, which I also think is what added to his AEW burnout. And that's so true. I think so. I mean, that's a heavy heavy responsibility to carry, Um, especially with a growing family, especially running a wrestling, you know, school. And, you know, like, and and, and then – on top of that, to have the fans just boo you out the building no matter what, it's just, yeah, I I completely understand, and then I still I'm I'm still an AEW shell proudly. I still love AEW in, infinitely more than WWE, yep. but I'm absolutely gonna support Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I'm absolutely gonna root for him. Give a fuck what company he works for, as long as he's happy, as long as his family's fed. As long as his family's happy, that's all that matters. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and, and that is something that, you know, Cody said, which, thank you again, Sabrina. Um, yeah, yeah, that was, he He said he was too immature to be an EVP of the wrestling company. He was like, I realized that as it was happening, like, this wasn't for me. I'm too immature to do this. And I will have my own goals to still accomplish for myself as a wrestler. Like, um, and I saw um, Captain Quinn said something about the Nightmare Factory and QT. QT does run the majority of uh, the Nightmare Factory, 
And QT is still traveling with Cody, like, to some of these WWE shows. Like, he was with Cody at WrestleMania, um, like, in his trailer with him. Um, Oh, good. So, like, that that hasn't ended. Um, But there's other trainers there, too. So, Cody's going to be on the road a lot with the WWE. So, I'm imagining he'll be there less often at the Nightmare Factory, but he is still involved. But they have other trainers there, like, Glacier's there often and stuff. Like, I, you know, they're... They they got they got good people um there to help train, but um Cody is still very much a part of the Nightmare Factory, and that's part of his super elaborate you know contract he has with the company. Like he's getting a lot of stuff right. that I mean, there's other WWE wrestlers like Seth Rollins, you know, runs wrestling school and stuff. But like, um, yeah, it's a Black and Gold Academy, black which is ironic because yeah. Academy black, isn't it black, black and, and Brave. Oh, Black and Brave. Yeah, Black and Gold okay. would be funny though if yeah, like NXT. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NXT 1.0. Um, oh, R.I.P. Oh, Butch Gunter, Gunter and Ludwig. Was los mit das? Hey, I'll, hey, I'll say this: like, I I did watch SmackDown last night, and I thought it was a pretty good show. Like, yeah, yeah, I had fun, but I Gunter. Oh no, it's, it's Gunter, weird. Warum Gunter? Warum? Warum? <laughs> Ludwig. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> sorry i speak german sometimes it's so uh it's so weird to uh just see him with like that it's it's weird because like he's lost weight too so like he's yeah he's like all thin yeah. and shit we're not thin he's like yeah cut. which like, is like good for him probably health wise and stuff right. like i don't I, I personally don't have any issue with it of course but like he looks a lot more intimidating kind of like chunky he just kind of looks like a like a I mean, yeah he, looks, he just like he looks like um just I like a creator wrestler. Yeah, he does. I mean, he just looks like a right. Re- he just looks like a regular dude. Like, I mean, but he's he's, he's big. <laughs> oh god! But like, in the he's big as fuck. But yeah, yeah. Um, they need to have it slap more people. Well, see, the problem with that is like, if you were to do that against yeah. like Brock or Roman, he's gonna get the shit beat out of him. So like, I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very interested to see how that goes. Like, dude. I think he can get away with those kind of. I mean, he's been doing those chops his whole career. This is nothing new. But like. By the way, go go check out uh, PCO versus... Um, it was from Joey Janela's Spring Break a few years ago. PCO versus Walter. It was like one of the most brutal matches I've ever watched with them just chopping each other. Their chests were bleeding. But 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 Gunther, like that's that that'll fly for now against like some some of these people. But like if he hit Brock like that in the chest, Brock would punch his fucking lights out. It would be oh, it'd be funny to see. Dude, I would love to see it honestly. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, though. I I get the whole, like, using local talent thing. But they can only do that for, like, one or two times. And then they got to stop. Because, like, you know, like, with Nia Jax and stuff, they did that for, like, ever. That's all she faced was, like, fucking Big local talent. Big difference, though. Then, Nia Jax sucked in the ring. She yeah, sucked in the ring. I know. Walter's I know. good. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and I hate that I compared him to Nia but it's just, like, it makes people kind of, like, uninterested. Like, why isn't he facing, like, someone? I mean, I get the point. I get the point. But it's just, like, I want to see him, like, actually fight. You know, someone I'd actually like to see him fight. Mm-hmm. Should he not Yeah, that'd be really good. See, but the... That's the thing, the thing is, though, unfortunately, they, they they treat this like no one has ever seen NXT or the Indies before. So like they they can't. So like they're like, they're trying to introduce the audience to Gunther, um, assuming they don't know who he is, basically. Um, because they knew who. They're like, who the fuck is that? It's Walter. What's who's Gunther? Well, that's 
Going- By the way, that's going to happen to everybody who is associated with Black and Gold NXT or NXT UK. Um, I I think right. the main okay, main roster, yeah, it? yeah, main main roster WWE are embarrassed by by the former developmental that they had unfortunately so they're 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 going to rename repackage everybody like you said butch and i mean that would have been adam cole like that's what they were going to do to him um yeah um weren't they gonna make him a manager yeah and they were, he was probably going to be called butch like th- like this was probably going to be what oh. adam cole like was going to do oh no, the angry temperature but did someone did say that like Someone on my Twitter was like, well, just, and I, and I know it's ironic, just let it play out, whatever, you know. I actually sold that shirt. <laughs> it actually just got picked up by UPS. Um, but uh, maybe it could lead to something. But right now, he just, scrappy do. Yes. Yeah. Fucking scrappy do. He says that he went from badass bruiser weight to throwing temper tantrums, being uncontrollable <laughs> child in the middle of Walmart. You know, like. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he just needs to like disassociate from Sheamus and Mad Cat Moss, I think. Which it looked yeah. like kind of he was. I had. What are you talking like about, Sheamus he... and uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland? Mad Cat Moss is actually yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, that was the Baron Corbin. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was funny. Yeah. I cool. actually enjoyed that. And you know what I loved about that? I loved that. And I and I know it was on purpose that half those balloons were like deflated. Yeah. It was supposed to say congrats, that but it said like co Yeah. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> that set cracked me up. Oh my god, it was so fun. And then like the balloons were like, it's just God, because you know when, see I fun fact about me, I hate balloons. Hmm. But I don't mind the foil ones because they don't like pop like regular balloons, so I'll let my kid have those. And so we have balloons like that, and they, we keep them till they're on their like last leg like that. That shit just made me laugh my ass off. It was really good. I like that. I uh, I saw some I, I I saw this in our chat, and I see it on Twitter a lot too. There's uh, there's a misconception about the WWE owning people's names because so. Yes, that is a part of it where, like, they, they change stuff so they can copyright their own names and put it on merchandise and all that stuff. But they, they, they like, John Cena's name is owned by the WWE. Like, they can own your real name. You just have to allow them to do it. Um, so, like... They own name? Yeah, I mean, like, to, to like, like, it's probably some sort of, like... It's something where, like, the WWE... Like, maybe... Well, whether or not he's with the WWE, they can sell John Cena merchandise. Oh yeah, because that's what all they have. Yeah, but but I'm saying like I've heard Cena talk. I remember him doing an interview on Howard Stern like back when he was first really popping off in the WWE, like right when he kind of really started to become like the world champion and stuff. I remember him doing an interview on the Howard Stern show, and he was like, "No, WWE owns the name John Cena. Like they're allowed to use it. Like I signed it over to them. Like so they're so they they can own your real name. Oh, he sold his soul to the devil. Yes. Now he could probably also use it elsewhere too that's that's the yeah like there has to be some kind of like in in the licensing agreement it's probably like just for like merchandise his image his likeness stuff like that not actually him and like his soul and blood like i don't think he signed it with like squid game style you know the thing is is like that so what people don't realize i heard chris jericho talk about this really he recently found this out um and it had been happening to him with the wwe for like decades 
what they'll do is they'll take your name. Now, Chris Jericho's real name is Chris Irvine, but he he owns the name Chris Jericho. Jericho actually owns Chris Jericho, the name. But and now you know sports entertainer. Well, yeah, but 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 so he he but he did sign the Chris Jericho name to the WWE while he was there, and oh. they wound up co-signing it without his knowledge individually to like a hundred different countries so like there was all this chris jericho stuff happening in all these other countries that they own that he didn't know about so when he when he quit the wwe they didn't have to give him right the rights back to the chris jericho name like he could have kept using the name because he owned it but they didn't have to like they could have been a big legal thing so because he was on good terms with the company when he left they said here yeah you can have you can have your name. Don't worry about it. Like, we're not going to, this is going to be a legal thing. Like you can be Chris Jericho outside the WWE. And when the, when he got his lawyer involved, like to make sure he was getting the rights so he could use it in AEW and everything in new Japan, he, um, he found out through this contract that his rights had been sold to like a hundred different countries without his knowledge. Oh oh my God. Um, hold on. I gotta figure out what's going on. All right. I will catch up with the chat here. Um, but yeah, so, so that all said, like, I, but most, the the easiest thing for the WWE to do, in all honesty, is to just change their name completely, license it, and then make it to where they can't use that name after they leave the WWE, which is what they do to like 99% of their people. Um, but there are exceptions where they do own the rights to people's real names. But then once again, it gets murky because like, you can't. Like, my name's Steven Jensen. If I say, yeah, you can use the rights to Steven Jensen while I work here, that's one thing. But then, like, it's still my legal name. For, for the same reason the Ultimate Warrior changed his legal name to Warrior Warrior is so that he could call himself Warrior outside of the WWE because they own the Warrior name. But because he, he legally changed his name to Warrior Warrior, he was allowed to use it wherever he wanted to. Sorry, she she took a tumble outside. She's okay. <laughs> JJ, he says Jericho should read before he signs. Jericho is the first wrestler, I think, to ever realize this was happening. Like, he said he talked to Moxley about it. um, Like, Moxley or Danielson, one of those guys about it when they got to AEW. And they didn't know about it. So they had to go back to WWE and be like, yo, are you selling, like, my, like, how much of my name is out there to, like, like Christian. Christian apparently had no idea. He'd been with the company for, like, three decades, and he didn't know that this was happening with with him. Because, yeah, he's Christian Cage outside the WWE, but it's still... But I, I don't know if you could hear me um, before when you when you left. No, but, good hearing. <laughs> but, but the way that it works otherwise, I was just saying to the chat, is, like, the best example I can use is... even So, like, the WWE created the name The Ultimate Warrior for The Ultimate Warrior. Right. And right. they own that name completely. They they don't own the name Jim Helwig, but when Ultimate Warrior he left, changed his last name to Warrior. He changed his whole name to Warrior Warrior. His first name was Warrior. His last name was Warrior. But he what? legally changed it so that he could call himself Warrior outside of the WWF. Oh. So there are loopholes both ways to this, where like they can own your name, but you can still own your real name. You can change your name to legally be something that you can use that the WWE owns and stuff. So there there's ways around this stuff. Um, but, uh, and JJ is saying, oh, I see. So they added it to the contract without knowing. Well, they're, the WWE contracts are like fine print for like 
for you know 20 pages so like it's like the apple terms of service or whatever like you never actually yeah. read it well i mean i'm sure there are lawyers most of well yeah. not all of them have lawyers though when they sign with the wwe i mean they're yeah. independent workers I, yeah they're just indie guys needing money you yeah. know they're like okay you yeah you do this this and this i'm pretty much signing my life over to you but the the, the but hey, balance is like funny. now i make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a dream. year yeah <laughs> And yeah. I didn't make anything, but I was making a hot dog and a handshake. Now I made two hundred fifty grand. Right. Like I'm gonna sign whatever they want me to sign. Um, right. Which, by the way, that is the minimum for the main roster is two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So like the you know that's pretty okay. freaking good money. Um, you know, and then a WWE. year or like. Yeah, no, like 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 the lowest end WWE main roster wrestler, like a like a Madcap Moss level guy, is making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Which I think is really good money for somebody who has very yeah. little, like, um, like I like Mad Cat Moss, but he's not like some gigantic draw outside the WWE on his own. Right. Um, and that's why people like Cody make millions because he is a proven draw outside of the WWE. Um, right. Or a guy like Dolph Ziggler who makes like the fifth most money in the company because he gets a pay raise every so often and he's been there for so long that he just keeps right. getting raises and he's at like a really high uh, amount now. Right. And Sabrina with another super chat. Thank you so much. She says, is that why Vince got mad at WWE people on Twitch? I think so. I think it was because they were using their name and their likeness to make money like that, you know, WWE owned. I think they've kind of turned back on that, though. Yeah. Haven't they? I wonder why. Yeah. Knock, I knock. Think they, like, well, wink, wink. It's Cody. Like they couldn't yeah. sign Cody. They couldn't sign Cody and let him have all of his stuff, and then be like, "Y'all can't have anything." <laughs> like, right? Like I guarantee yeah. you, Cody getting re-signed has a lot to do with them getting all this stuff back. Like, thank you, Cody. Yeah, I, I mean, I, that's just speculation. I don't know that for sure, but I, that's the way. The timing seems very coincidental. Like, right? You know, we're gonna sign over this guy from another company, and part of his thing is gonna be like wanting his own school and wanting to be able to do all this other stuff on his own and doing TV shows outside of the company, all this. And we're right. gonna tell our all of our other wrestlers who stuck with us for the last six years they can't have a Twitch like right you know um but that so but that that was a that was a weird thing because what the wwe was doing for like twitch for instance and cameo was they were they were they were taking what they were making and and putting it against what the company owed them paychecks right right so like if you made two hundred fifty thousand dollars from the company for one year of your contract but you made fifty thousand dollars that year on Twitch, the company would just pay you two hundred thousand instead of two hundred and fifty. Such bullshit. They would say, Well, you made your fifty thousand on Twitch. So like that's so they just don't they just don't pay it to you, which is which is insane. Um Which is insane in the membrane. Yeah. Now I get to a degree the WWE not like if you're gonna call yourself you know, uh, right. Becky Lynch or whatever on Twitter. Was that? That's not a real name. What is Becky? I don't even know what Becky Lynch is. It's name. Um, Rebecca something. Something Quinn. I, Rebecca I Quinn, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so yeah, like Becky Lynch. We'll just use that as an example. Like, like I get that. Um, if you don't want them using their right. WWE licensed names, I don't think it's that big of a deal if they use them. But I that at least makes sense, kind of. But if they're yeah. gonna use their real life names then, like, the WWE should have no say in that because they're these people are supposed to be independent contractors, and they're... Yeah, that's the whole fucking thing. Well, they're doing it on their own time. Like, they're, they're, they're right. it's not company time, and they're they're giving free promotion to the company. 
Huh? They're not clocking in. No, exactly. Like this is outside of their their contractual duties to the company. Obligations, right? Yeah. If anything, they're giving WWE more publicity by doing this because they're reaching out to a different audience. Exactly. It's like their their built-in audience is gonna. A lot of them are gonna show up to, to because they want better, like more access to the wrestlers they like, and then all these yeah. gamers and stuff that have nothing to do with pro wrestling. I guarantee you, there are AEW fans that became AEW fans strictly from watching guys like Adam Cole on Twitch. Exactly. Like exactly. That's what I was gonna say. And like. And like you said, it's that personal connection that people so create. That's why I think Twitter is so great because you can personally connect with the wrestlers on there. And I mean, you got to be careful because sometimes if you talk shit, they'll call you out. <laughs> but um, like there's that, especially with like a Twitch, especially like when you donate or sub, it's up there on the screen. The person sees it, you know, they saw it. It's a cool moment. Like, it makes all the sense in the world. And it was so dumb that WWE took that away. It was like, you're literally alienating a huge potential audience by doing so. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, you know, and captain Quinn with it, you know, it says, I don't see a problem. Um, if, if for people, if they can't wrestle. And I think what you mean by that is someone like a, Paige? like Paige or something. Yeah. yeah. But, but even to someone healthy that can wrestle, like, here's the thing. Like, legally speaking these wrestlers should be able to do whatever they want to like they're in once again they're supposed to be independent contractors like when you look at how the WWE or the uh, AEW contracts work that's why you see wrestlers still wrestling indie dates that they want and still doing stuff on third party apps and stuff like there's because they're being treated like independent contractors they just have to prioritize AEW like if AEW needs them for a date they have to choose AEW over whatever else they want to do which right. is totally fair because they're getting a salary from AEW Right. Um, but the same problem exists in like mixed martial arts where, where fighters will sign to the UFC. Um, they're technically independent contractors, but they're only allowed to fight for the UFC when they're under contract to the UFC and the UFC refuses to ever really give people one fight contract. So you're always locking yourself into like at least three or five fights every time you sign. But at the same, so it's, it's, it's another rock and a hard place thing, kind of like the WWE where you're like, right. well, I can either make nothing or really roll the dice in another company or, but I really just want one fight in the UFC. I want to fight fight for fight, but they won't do that for me. So I have to keep committing to three three fights or five fights. And for all you know, those five fights might take two years from for you to go through, but you don't really want to be in the company two years from now, but you don't really have any choices. So like you just sign. So you're just like, all right, this is my best option. I'm just going to do this. And mm -hmm. then you get one fight into your three fight deal. Your value rises because you knock someone out, but you're getting paid the same <laughs> you did before that fight. And you're stuck until you can either right. renegotiate or leave. Um, right. You know, it, 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 it causes, you know, it, it's weird. It's weird because these, these people are being treated like they're employees, but they get zero employee benefits. <laughs> so like, it's, it's so very nice. strange. It's so weird. Um, that's why we need someone like, I, I know he's not always the most popular guy, but we need someone like Andrew Yang um, in, in yeah. a power position because he actually wants to change this stuff. Um, yeah. Because he's a wrestling fan and an MMA fan and like could actually potentially make, make a difference maybe. But right. um, that being, and don't use that for political advice. I don't want to sway yeah. anybody. Like I, don't, I, I, yeah, I, I, I stay out of politics completely, but I like hearing people say stuff. But, for the right. Right. But, but, but I like hearing people say stuff like that where I'm like, you know what? This dude 
at least he's saying something that is relatable to me where I'm like, you know what? Someone should be doing something to protect the wrestlers and the fighters and nobody's doing it. Someone doing something. Well, the opposite would happen before because, I mean, shit. Regardless of what your, your feelings are about Donald Trump and all that stuff, Linda McMahon was in his council. Like, the WWE right? was never going to get... They're never going to come after the WWE over any, anything that they're doing that's like... WWE. Oh, sorry. My voice just went... <clears throat> Vince is putting a curse on me, bro. Um, no, when the pandemic happened in Florida, um, WWE, like, basically, allegedly, supposedly, paid our Republican governor quite a bit of money... To be considered a essential business. Yeah. Yep. Which it's not. But And I'm not trying to be political at all. I'm just saying. Well, no, I mean, like, Linda was, like, in charge of, like, the Small Business Bureau. Right. So, like, I mean, there's, like, and, I mean, Trump's a fucking WWE Hall of Famer, y'all. Like, you, you, you think that he's going to go after the company when he's in office? Right. Like, and I just think Biden just doesn't care one way or the other about pro wrestling. It just doesn't matter. So, like, it's just a non-factor. But, like... He's not in the WWE Hall of Fame. No, exactly. He has no skin in the game when it comes to, to professional wrestling. He didn't fight Vince McMahon. Exactly. Battle of the Billionaires. Um, but yes, all that all that said, you know, the the I I think that it's a good thing that the wrestlers, it sounds like the WWE wrestlers are gonna get back Twitch and Cameo and all that stuff, and I just can't help but think that the timing is kind of suspect when like yeah. Cody Rhodes comes in with this super complex contract. And yeah. not only that, he's already being positioned as outside of maybe Roman Reigns, the biggest star in their company. And that's right. another reason why it was so important that he came over. And that's why he had so much leverage. I think and why Vince wanted him so bad was because they need stars. They like, need stars. And Cody is a star. And, and, and you know what? The same the same haters that hate on Cody are the same people that hate on Charlotte Flair. It's the people that just can't accept that sometimes there's people out there that are just winners. I'm, so, I'm sorry to explain it to you all that way, but it's just yeah. the truth. There are some people that are just really good at certain things, and the better they get, the more you hate on them for it. And right. that's, that's, you know, Cody and Charlotte are a little different, but, like, you know, how do you not understand? Like, Charlotte's yeah. going to be the champion, and she's going to be fighting for the title constantly if she's not the champion. Because her gimmick is the daughter of Ric Flair, who won right. championships over and over and over again. Like, that's the, that's the gimmick. Like, how do you not understand that? Like, she's a winner. That's the gimmick. Right. Like, that's... She's like a natural-born yeah. winner. Yeah. And, and guess what? You're supposed to dislike her because of it, and it's working. <laughs> like, like how do, yeah. people get so upset over Charlotte, and I'm like, how do you not understand what's happening right in front of you? Like, you can hate it all you want, but it's it's literally the gimmick. <laughs> like, uh, it's not going to change. I know. It's so stupid. Uh, so, yeah. anyways. So, yeah. This has been fun. This has been fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all we do is talk about Cody, basically. But I think it was a good conversation. I think it needed to be had, and I think we brought up some good points i mean yeah shout out to wrestlemania real quick what night one was way better yeah. All. i agree um, yeah pat mcafee um, killed it pat mcafee against uh i guess awesome theory yep yes and you know vinnie mac and stuff like that so yeah seeing uh, mr man wrestle was was rough but like oh watching him God. punt the football so into bad. mcafee's chest was funny though yeah that was a funny way to finish that that was uh the stunner was 
pathetic. Um, it's so bad. What makes that so funny, by the way, because I think like some people going on gimmick. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think some people didn't quite get why that was so funny because you know they were like, "This is just sad," and it, it, it was sad. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah. the, the the reason it's so funny is because that man that you saw screw that up so badly. He's the one deciding who's talented and who isn't, and like who right. like should be getting pushed and who shouldn't, and what storylines to well, go. Sabrina brought up Logan Paul killed it too. I agree. That was awesome. I liked that he did the splits. That was a real throwback yeah, to like when he got so famous. Funny. Yeah, he used to yeah. he used to do those videos all the time where he just busts splits in public out of nowhere. Right. Um, the Jackass match was incredible. Yeah. As a Jackass fan, it was a love it was a love letter to me. I popped for every. I really popped for Party Boy too. I was come on, rip the pants off, rip the pants off. I was awful, but if you know Party Boy, you know. When Corey Graves on commentary was like, I think he was the one that was like, "Oh, we're about to be seeing some ass cheeks or something like yeah. that." Like, yeah, um, it was great. I loved it. No, no, no. I think it was Pat McAfee. It might have been McAfee. He was hilarious. He's like, he's all cheeked up. It was yeah, so funny. I think it was McAfee. I think you're right. Um. And yeah, the like Logan Paul, I've, I've talked about it before. I, I got to meet him right, right before the pandemic in Vegas, and he was cool as hell. Like, there's like he's another one of those guys. He's on some dumb stuff. I followed his career pretty closely, like yeah. throughout the whole Suicide Force thing and all that. Like, there, there's been re in the when he went to uh, when he went to Japan and uh, yeah. was throwing pokeballs at people and stuff. Like, yeah, like he he's been canceled multiple times, but like you can't knock the athleticism and the work ethic. I mean, this dude boxed Floyd Mayweather. Like, I mean, this, right. you know, he was never going to win that fight, but like the fact that he had the balls to box the best boxer right. ever, like that's crazy. Um, he could be a full-time WWE wrestler if you wanted to, based on what just I saw. Bunny. Just like Bad Bunny. Yeah. I, I, I think he's even better. Well, he looks even more believable than Bad Bunny. Cause like right. he's a big, well put together dude in like his physical prime. His um, physical, his physicality, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd say like like Logan Paul and uh, and Pat McAfee could do this as much as they wanted to. Pat, this is oh, Pat McAfee's bro, third match, Pat and McAfee. all three have been great. Yeah, Pat McAfee was a fucking NFL player, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was a punter, but still, but he was a punter that would tackle people and stuff. Right, um, he didn't get. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, there. I think there was a lot of good stuff on WrestleMania. There was some stuff that wasn't so good, but I think I think. You know, I thought night one overall was was very good. I thought night two was not quite as good, but there was still some decent stuff there. Yeah. Um, I think Jake Paul needs to get involved too. Like Jake, Jake yeah. did the pre-show for WrestleMania. Um, he was like on right. the panel, and I mean, he's a better boxer than Logan, and like a better, probably a better. I don't know about a better overall athlete, but he has more punching power than Logan does. He sure does. Um, and he's well, beating he, MMA fighters at boxing. Addiction problem right now. What's that? Doesn't he have like a an addiction problem right now? No, not that I know of. Jake, Jake Paul. Oh. Yeah. I don't think so. He's he just announced his next boxing match. Uh, oh, okay. Because I I thought I thought like on his podcast like people were like calling him out and stuff. Mm, well, he always he's always he's I mean once again there's a there's a good reason that a lot of people dislike these brothers. I get it. But there's yeah. also a lot of what I'm talking about with like Cody and Charlotte with them too, like because yeah. they're good-looking yeah. kids who have a ton or multi-millionaires, who I mean they're just they're gonna the more successful you get, the more haters you have. I mean it's just the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, JJ with the super chat, thank you very much. Says, yeah, Jensen, when was you going to announce your booking power in WWE? Miz versus Cody is your kind of match. 
So yeah, yeah, I uh I'm a yeah. long time Miz fan. I've been a Miz fan since he was on the Real World. I still have his. I always have it right here next to yeah, me. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show it off for for the new for the new fans that might not know. I have the Miz's first merchandise he ever put out right here. Be good, be bad, be Miz. He would rock. <laughs> he would he would rock this on a. Oh, it's too small. Oh no. Ah, I look bad in these hats now. I used to wear hats oh, all the time. Oh, fine. Um. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, I bought this when he was doing the challenge back in the day, and yep. uh, and yeah, he. Uh, I'm a longtime Miz fan. Do I think he's the best wrestler in the world? No, I don't. But I got to see him do some pretty cool stuff. I got to see him wrestle on uh, on WrestleMania 27. I was there live in Atlanta when he he defended the world title against uh, John Cena in the main event. I, uh, you know, I so it's one of those things where is he the best wrestler in the world? No, but he's consistent. He he. He's and he can put people over. Yeah, and he's he's very solid. He's way he he is he is far from a guy who sucks in at wrestling. Right. Like, you know, there are much worse out there than the Miz. Plus, here's the kicker, and this is the thing that I think people just refuse to accept. He's fucking famous, y'all. Like the WWE <laughs> loves that. <laughs> Cause like he's, he's famous. famous <laughs> yeah, like he, he people are interested in him. Out even outside of the WWE. So like he's gonna get pushed. Very simple. Same reason we see Ronda Rousey getting pushed. Like, she's famous. She's not very good at what she's doing in the ring. It's been pretty bad. Her, her, her promo okay. fucking sucked. Last night, when she was talking to Adam Pierce, did you hear the heartbeat? Like, her heartbeat in the microphone? No. I swear to God. Go back and watch it. When Adam Pierce was talking to Ronda Rousey and she was, like, asking for her I Quit match, they added in a heartbeat sound. I swear. Really? I gotta check it out like, because they were definitely piping in the crowd noise while she was talking. It was like boom, 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 boom. I swear, am I crazy? I don't I know. God, I swear. Was it like Bowler's music accidentally playing or something? No, like no, no. It was no. It was like a, it was like a heartbeat. Like, and then it went away. Like as soon as they went, like they were zooming in on our face or something. I swear, am I crazy? I, I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I don't remember to be honest. And I probably wasn't paying very close attention, if I'm being I don't know. I, I just happened to be paying attention during, like, really close attention. And I'm like, why What? what is, why is there a heartbeat? Is this, like, you know, like one of those baby noise calmers where it's, like, the heartbeat of your mom or whatever? <laughs> um, I swear. I swear I heard it. But I, I think that Cody and The Miz is a good... Like, that's, that's, a, that's a It's a match that makes sense on Raw. and Absolutely but, makes sense. Because... Um, if you remember, he was like, I want someone dashing and stuff like that. They were teasing it was going to be him instead of Logan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so, oh, Sabrina was another one. Miz has never really gotten injured in the WWE. I can only count two times. Mania recently. Yeah, with his ACL or whatever. And even then, he, yeah, like she said, he was still on TV. He was playing the gimmick real good. It was awesome. I, I think, honestly, since they've lost so many people, especially like John Cena not being there full time and stuff. Like, The Miz is probably... Like, the way the WWE looks at it is, like, they have Roman Reigns, who's, like, their top regular act there that they have, like, full access to all the time. And they probably see The Miz... Well, I think probably The Miz and Charlotte, even though The Miz is more famous overall. But, like, within the WWE context especially, I think they view The Miz as, like... He's, like, a utility guy for them. Where, like, they're... He can, right. be, he can be a jobber in the first match or he can be the world champion or anything in between. But it doesn't matter because he's credible and he's been there for so long and he's, he's super famous. So, like... Incredible. 
Yeah. So he's he's always going to have a spot in the company. And by the way, this is something people might not understand either. When he got onto the real world, he did it. Like, like the Miz character was created. Like, he was, right. like, he would get super drunk and, like, dropkick trash cans and stuff. And he was really annoying and nobody in the house liked him and all this stuff. And he would carry around, like, this fake WWF title belt. And, like, but I loved it because I was, like, a teenager yeah, and a WWF yeah. fan. And I'm like, this guy wants to be a WWF wrestler and he calls himself the Miz and he kind of talks like The Rock does. And stuff. Like, this is, this is incredible. And the only reason he was doing it and the whole reason he started doing the challenges was to raise the money so he could go to wrestling school. So basically, right. he, he it worked, and he did it, and he achieved his dream. Like, how can I hate a guy like that? He went right. and did reality TV, and then won all this money doing challenges, the Real World Road Rules Challenges, and then <laughs> took that money, enrolled in UPW in California. By the way, the same training school at the same time as Samoa Joe and John Cena. A lot of people don't, don't realize how deep uh -huh. that, that all goes. But he was at UPW. And he took that money, and he became a wrestler. And now look where he is 15 years later, 20 years later. I mean, he's one of the top guys in the whole company. So, right. And he's been, yeah, he's been two-time WWE champion. I mean, like... Main event at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, good for him. I mean, yeah. I can't hate on that at all. Just, just because he isn't the most entertaining in-ring wrestler I've ever seen, just because he's not, like, Ricochet in the ring or, like, yeah. you know, like a Brian Danielson. Consistent. He's reliable. And for what the WWE product is, he's perfect for it. He's he's exactly perfect. Yeah. Exactly. I, it's like you could never see Miz in AEW. Like, that is just, it just, uh, he is the perfect specimen for WWE. Yes. Yes. And he loves the company. And it's funny because uh, um, Matt Cardona tweeted last night, uh, he, he tweeted a picture of Cody versus The Miz being advertised for Raw, and he said, Oh, it's my, uh, it's my groomsmen party wrestling each other on Raw. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> so. That's great. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, it's probably a good time to, oh, really quick before we get out of here. Um, shout out to Wheeler Utah and, uh, yes. and John Moxley. Awesome match on Rampage. Match. Oh, my God. Incredible stuff. Wheeler Utah is a guy I got, I was lucky to see for the first time at a company called Dojo Pro, which Ooh. was. Uh, this was like four years ago probably give or take and there was literally maybe 10 people in that building like it was there was no one God, there i got to really see in then huh well but i so on this on this thing it was the the the, the list is insane when you look back at it now um really? I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the dojo pro roster real quick it, it was a series that ran on like amazon prime and no. I, I had to be invited to it like you couldn't just like go um but I, and there was like hardly anyone there and it's like this TV taping thing. Um, let me see if I can find the uh, the full. Yeah, so the, 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 this was check out, listen to the list of people. This this happened, man, I wish I had the time it happened. This was probably like 2017. Uh -huh. um, this this is the list. We had um, some of these people never really did a whole lot more or kind of changed gimmicks or aren't wrestling anymore, but um, Gunnar Miller, not really in the game anymore. Kevin Koo, one of the best tag team wrestlers in the world of violence is forever, um, on the indies. Kerry Awful has gone on to, like, train a lot of people that are killing it on the indies right now. Cowboy James Storm, who was, like, a veteran already on this yeah. thing. Brandon Cutler, pre-elite and everything. Um, Joey Janela, 
Wheeler Yuta, uh, Corey Hollis, who wound up doing some good stuff in Ring of Honor and on the Indies, Aaron Solo, AEW, Ricky yeah. Starks, AEW, Shane Strickland, AEW, MJF, AEW, AEW, Jeff Cobb, New Japan. That that was the roster for this thing that I went to with like ten people in the oh audience. Oh my god! <laughs> that was, so I got to see Wheeler Yuta have matches against like those kind of dudes that Holy long shit. ago, and uh, and now he's where he's at, and I freaking love to see it. And now he's a member of the Blackpool Combat Club, which is just yeah incredible. It do, he deserves it. Oh, we're gonna read the super chats right now. Exclusive, we got you. Um, yeah. It says uh, Universal Title looks like ish. The WWE title looks like a legitimate championship, but now every other belt looks like different color schemes. I wish I'd go back to just big gold title belts. Right. I, I agree. Thank you so much, Exclusive News Insider. Yeah, I really appreciate it. I definitely think, like, you know, someone said, you know, Cody Rose was looking at the Intercontinental Championship on the bump. Like, what the hell is that? Like, in, like, the United States titles, all different and stuff. They're, like, trying to streamline them or something. Well, because Cody brought back the original IC title I, belt when he was IC champion with the gold, with the right. white strap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's just, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think, you know, they need to drop, like, the weird colors for the brands and just, like, Make them look, make them look legitimate. Make them look fancy. I agree. Thank you, Exclusive News Insider, and thank you, Sabrina. Yes. Thank um, you. Thank, thank you both. Just really quick about the title belts. In all honesty, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk or anything like that. Like, was once again as a fan, I'd like to just see big gold title. Like, I love the AEW World Title, for instance. Like, I think yeah. that's like a perfect looking world title belt for me. It's a show for kids. It's a PG show. They're color coordinating stuff. It's it's so they can make so people so kids oh, will buy the colorful title belts and they can put them in that with the action figures and that's why they're the colors they are. It's because it, it's because they're marketing it to to eight year old kids. That that's that's in all honesty mm -hmm. why. But I do completely agree that I like from my perspective as you know a thirty something year old fan. I think that I think it looks very cheesy and and. Uh, and goofy and way too childish seeing all the different title belts that are different colors and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that what they're going to do is if they start unifying all these titles, which is what it sounds like they're going to do with Roman having both. And now the tag titles looks like they're going to unify and they'll probably just do them with all of them. I'm afraid they're going to like make them like multicolored. Like it's going right. to be like blue yeah, like, and, and red and stuff or like, something. Like, stripe it. Yeah. Like I think it's going to wind up looking cheesy if they do that but it looks even cheesier just carrying around all these different title belts that all mean the same purple. thing just make it purple well, 205 live did that yeah like the cruiserweight title yes um but yes thank you again exclusive news insider yeah. um I, I i do agree with you completely that i i wish that the title belts were just big gold title or, or silver belts for like the the secondary titles or something like just i Make the title belts look like something that, like, you wouldn't be embarrassed to carry through the through the airport. Right. Like, you know, people are like, you're the champion of something. Like, you know, that would be... Anyway. um, Sabrina with another super chat. Thank you so much, Sabrina. Says, Cody versus The Miz is such a throwback match to the golden era of WWE when the crowds were bumping. Um, Well, yeah, I mean, this is definitely a WWE... Like, let me put it this way. If this match was happening on AEW, the crowd would be super shitting all over yeah yeah um, but this match is perfect for the wwe what they do i completely agree yes i agree um 
Uh, J, uh, it says new supporter and me from, oh yeah, J, JJ, just make sure you're being cool to people. Um, exclusive news, JJ is a huge supporter, um, between this and like the stuff I do at Fightful and all that. He, he, he means well, he's just, he's, you know, he's messing around in the chat. Don't let JJ feel like you're being excluded. Like JJ is, JJ is good people. Um, y'all, y'all will get along just fine. Trust me. Um, yeah. But, it's don't worry don't don't try and take it yeah, too seriously. I promise. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's all good. I get it though. It, it's hard. It's hard when you're when you don't know people and you just it's see hard, text because yeah. like you it, the way you yeah. there's there, there's no context it, it, yeah, with it. With interpretation. Yeah, yeah, I would. Everyone, this, something that we can say definitively is everyone who hangs out in the chat when me and Jesse are live, we're all cool with one another. It's, and like, and if you are a legitimate problem, we'll ban you. Like so, like everyone yeah, gets along with people, each other. No problem, man, yeah. people. I'm easy on and, it. And the good thing is it doesn't happen often. It's very rare we have to Great. I know. Very rare. Rarely happens, um, yeah. But uh, but no, thank, thanks for... Uh, I, I like that we're getting some new viewers and stuff in here. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Um, you did catch us kind of towards the end of the chat, though, exclusive. We're about to wrap it up. Uh, but you can listen to the, the and watch the replay. It'll be... It'll live here forever, right here on YouTube.com slash Jesse <laughs> So... Um, and we try to do a show once a week. It just depends on the day when we're both free. Like we might do these more often, like Saturdays going forward or something, if it works better yeah. for, for everyone, you know, right. um, JJ says he learned it from Jeremy Lambert. Yes. Jeremy Lambert is the ultimate troll and also one of my best friends and, uh, peers in wrestling. So yes. Um, Oh, good. You guys, you guys mended yes. each other. Good. News. Good. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's, it's all just, it's all, all it's all just love. fun trolling. All... Yeah. Yeah, JJ's a bot. He's a Tony bot. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I'm just gonna call everyone a bot who says anything bad about AEW from now on. Yep. Uh, well, uh, Jesse, before we wrap up, if you wanna kinda tell people what to do, I'll get the uh, the sponsors pulled up real quick and we'll get on out of here. Sure. Um basically, um, thank you to everyone new in the chat. We love you guys. Welcome, Sabrina, welcome, News Insider, like Thank you so much. I love seeing all these people, some familiar faces as well. We love our chat, and we want to keep our chat awesome. And the best way for new people to be introduced to our videos on YouTube is engagement. So if you like this, if you could give this video a thumbs up, comment, share it. Share it with somebody that you might you think might like it. It would really mean a lot to us, and it would get so many more amazing people like you guys in the chat, and it would really help us out. And it's free. Yes, exactly. And uh, for those <laughs> of you who send super chats, donations, and stuff, like we we can't explain how much we appreciate that and how much that helps us. Like between, really, yeah. I mean, Jess yeah. has always got stuff going on, and you know, she's got kids and a family, and you know, I do everything I can to you know just kind of have fun doing this stuff, but also balancing real life and outside of wrestling and, you know, the extra, that little bit of extra money. Y'all don't understand how much that helps. The way that I live my life, every time I, every time I make an extra four bucks, I'm like, that's another meal at like Wendy's or something. You know, that's how I look at stuff. So like when people send us super chats, like that really goes a long way. You don't understand. That's like paying for my medication. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you know, it's paying for my medication. It is paying for my ileostomy supplies. It, it, it means a lot. Yeah, it really, really does. Like, you know, even, yeah, even $2 is like, me and Jesse split that yeah. dollar each. And that's, you know, yeah. that the, that money gets used for good. Trust me. It does. Trust me. We ain't blowing that yeah. shit off. We, don't yeah. have, we ain't got 
We ain't got shit to blow well, we're it all with. <laughs> for the stream to make the stream better. So like right. get like a better exactly. mic or camera or like buy an action figure that we can give away or something. I got a chair today. It's in the background. I just got a chair today. A new chair. Oh, oh, you got a new like a computer chair? Yeah, I just bought nice. it. See, there you go. That see that kind of stuff. Like that's. I gotta put it together though. It's it here. helps out a lot. Once a month, me and Jesse just we add all the money up for the month. We split it, yep. and it 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 helps so much. Um, and by the way, don't feel like you ever have to either. Like we just appreciate people right. being here, but like yeah. for those of you who do yeah. who do support that extra step with with the donations, like we're hoping to maybe get some merch soon that y'all can wear to help support. So at least you're getting something in return for giving us your money, like. You know, we uh, want to get some shirts out there or something soon so, like, y'all can support, but get something physical in return, and we'll figure something like that out soon. Jesse's been making a lot of t-shirts lately, so we're going to get we're gonna get her yeah, to figure something I'm, out. Yeah, I was literally, like, feeding out designs while we were going. Yes. It's, like, part of the toxic positivity. Well, let shirt. us know what you would want on a shirt. Like, would you want it? Because, like, we don't yeah. really have, like, a name for our live streams or anything. We don't. We, we don't have a name. I, I, I do like the idea of, like, having that picture of of me and you and, and little Roman. I think that's such a great picture. But right. I don't know about how you print I, that. I wouldn't, be able to yeah. print, I wouldn't be able to print that because that's, like, a picture. I'd have to do, like, so many, like, you know, layers. I'd have to vector it. Yeah. Be it a pain be in the almost, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I, well, we'll figure something out. Let us know, like, on Twitter or in the chat yeah. or in the comments below on YouTube. Like, just let us know. Like, if you'd be interested in a t-shirt, if we know that at least, like, ten people would want one, it'd be worth us doing. Um, yeah. I mean, even just one I, would be I, cool, but, yeah. like, I don't know how much it would cost I, versus... I wouldn't want us to, like, lose well, money by making them and, like, no one wanted them. No, we them, wouldn't. Right? We wouldn't. No, we could sell them. I could put them on the Etsy store and stuff. Yeah. Very true. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll get something figured out with that. Yeah, we'll um, I'm missing a, oh yeah I was, there was a sponsor that I, I was blanking on and now I've got it okay um, <laughs> better not have been your brother <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna start with him because of that so and he's actually he's in my living room right now playing Fortnite as a matter of fact forgot your brother and he's right in the other room yeah. how dare you well he showed up unannounced kind of he was like hey I'm in your parking lot and I was like well I'm about to be going live with Jesse in a second and uh so I give him, you know, he's got the headphones so we can play and stuff online. Uh, um, we got UFC tonight. I'm going to be placing a couple wagers tonight. Hopefully I get lucky. Um, but that said, thank you again for everyone who supported the stream. And thank you to our sponsors of the show, starting with my brother, Brian Jensen. You can follow him on Instagram at BoxingATL, B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. He can help you with a wide variety of stuff, whether you're just looking to learn how to throw hands, get in better shape, lose weight, whatever your goals are. Um, if you're a professional fighter, an amateur fighter, in any kind of combat sport, MMA, boxing, kickboxing, whatever, Brian can help you with that. He corners fighters. He helps trains fighters for, uh, you know, for real competition. And even if you have, like, neurological issue, like Parkinson's, MS, dystonia, Brian is completely certified in all of those things all across the board. So it doesn't matter what size you are, what shape you are, what, what, what background you are, like, he can help you reach your specific goals. So if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he can help you in person. If you're anywhere else in the world, he can help you remotely through Skype, Zoom, all that kind of stuff. We got a little run in today. Oh, she's looking like she's in a really good mood today. She was just out there crying. Uh, but well, she's looking like she's looking good now. Um, no, so, I mean, no, so, yeah, once again, that's Brian. Uh, that's Boxing ATL on Instagram. Just hit him up, and that's the best way to get in contact with him to set up, uh, set some stuff up to help you reach your goals. Oh. 
Dog. She's she, she's talking about wanting to hit up Boston ATL for some sessions. Right. She wants to throw down. Shout out as always to Music City Toys and Collectibles. They are the place to be for action figures, DVDs, um, really any kind of wrestling memorabilia you can think of. They have MMA me- memorabilia. They have other stuff like uh, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, they are located physically at 101 West Main Street in Watertown, Tennessee. That's uh, basically right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. And they do stuff online as well. So they do uh, they do live uh, live sales on their Facebook. They're nice people. They give you fair business. I do stuff through them all the time. And they don't add all this extra stuff and fees on top of your orders. Like if you buy something for $5, like that's the price. It's $5. There's no extra shipping. There's no extra taxes. And it shows up within days of you of you ordering it. They're very easy to work with. And they're really nice people. So support Music City Toys and Collectibles. Follow them on all social media at Music City Toys. And shout out to WrestleRumble.com, the place to be for fantasy pick'em contests for mix or sorry for professional wrestling. Um, the WrestleMania pick'em contest is over, of course, but there was one thousand dollars on the line there, and they also gave away seven different title belts over WrestleMania weekend. There's always big contests, big giveaways. Check it out, WrestleRumble.com. And all social media at WrestleRumble. And also, just really quickly, if you want to check out independentwrestling.tv, go to iwtv.live or independentwrestling.tv. Use code FIGHTTALK, F I G H T T A L K, all is one word, no spaces. Uh, there's no discounts or anything, unfortunately, with that code anymore, but it does help let them know, like, if you do sign up for IWTV, that I'm sending you their way. So it does still help me to do that. And I, it's something where if you're going to spend the $10 a month, anyways, on the service, it doesn't hurt you at all to put that code in, and it does help me when you do that. So, um, thank you very much, to everyone who. Uh, um, that wouldn't work to the UK though, or anyone else overseas. Uh, for Music City Toys, is that what you're talking about? Everything else would work overseas, I believe. Um, I don't know about Wrestle Rumble. I don't know if that's just US, but he uses FedEx to no. ship. I'm not sure. I think it's I don't know. That's that a is question. a question. That's a very good question. Regardless, if you're in the States, for sure you're good to go on all this stuff. If you're overseas, might want to look into it before you get involved. But either way, follow them on social media and let them know that you heard about them because of me and Jesse. We appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you guys have a uh, good rest of your weekend. If you're watching the UFC tonight, enjoy. UFC 273, big pay-per-view tonight. Two title fights plus... Chimeov and Burns, uh, which is going to be a really big, big fight. A lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back sometime next week. If you're following us on Twitter and uh, here, subscribed on YouTube, you'll know when we're going live. See you next time. (laughs) Good timing. Bye.